Oh, baby, it's good to hear that music oh, again. Man. The Beer Bros are back. Well, back officially in podcast form. We've back been to recording. Back to recording. We're back in the same area. It's been a long time. Rob. Back in the studio. You survived. Yeah, back in the back in the <laughs> studio. Rob, you survived. You're looking good. You're looking healthy. A little shaggy on the top, but you know. I'm very shaggy. <laughs> How you been, man? How you been uh, holding up? So much better now that we're back to recording podcasts. Absolutely. Absolutely. So excited. It's good to be back. It's good to be having the same beers so we can we can share the experience together. Absolutely. Um Yeah. We got we got a we got a fun show. We do. Um an important show, I feel. Um but before we jump into all that, before we do all that, let's do our usual. Tell people where they can find us. We've been busy. Right. Going on tapped, dub beer bros is our username. Email us at dubbeerbros at gmail.com. Uh, listen to all our podcasts in the past before the quarantine show. Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Listen to this one on, on those platforms. Uh, find us on Twitter at dubbeerbros1. Instagram, dubbeerbrospod. Uh, and then if you haven't already, like and follow the Facebook uh, page. Go on YouTube to watch our quarantine episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the YouTube yeah. episodes, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of fun with those. They weren't we our normal kind of setup. We both were doing different kind of beers. A little hodgepodge. So a little, little hodgepodge, a couple, couple different breweries that we did. Uh, I'm working to get those into podcast form as well, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not as technically versed on all this stuff, so we'll get to that later. Um, but before we jump into the brewery, uh, right? you know, in today's climate, it is important that, you know, Silence in a matter as important as this is deafening. So, Rob and I just kind of wanted to say a couple quick things. Right. So, you know, with everything that has happened recently, um, you know, with the protests and all the events, uh, we know that not that all lives cannot matter until Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. We want to support the the movement. Um, and for this specific show. Uh, we decided to do some research into black-owned breweries. Mm-hmm. We actually found one in our backyard. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, this one—it's uh, 18th Street Brewing Company, mm-hmm. located in Gary, Indiana. Later moved to Hammond, Indiana, but I'll get to that once we get to the background. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. You know, in, in this—you know—it's not. A, this isn't a political podcast. It's two guys sitting in a basement drinking beer. You know, it's—it's it's not necessarily the correct platform but i think any platform that you have to at least speak out on it a little bit is going to be helpful to continue to get the word out and to help make a difference in the world because when people in this country get unified on one thing beautiful thing beautiful things can happen and yep. uh you know and we want to show our full support absolutely uh and, so and not even just with black breweries uh you know i'm gonna post not you know i'm gonna post that link that your fiance had found of of all all of them yeah you know, there were about like seven or eight on there but do your research, you know, help support, you know, donate if you can. Uh, Absolutely. Again, uh, like like Rob pointedly put, all lives cannot matter until black lives matter. So, yep. uh, but let's get to it. Let's get to the beer. This is what people are here for. 18th Street Brewing, right? That's what right. it is. So, let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, located in Gary, Indiana. Um, and another location and uh, their second one is in Hammond. They also have a small one in downtown Indy. Uh, it was founded by uh, Drew Fox in 2010. Mm-hmm. He opened it up as a home brewery. So he was brewing from home uh, and they became an official brewery after their release 
of Sinister Double IPA. So this really put uh, this beer really put them on the map because shortly after they were able to open up their thirty two hundred square foot brewery in Gary, uh, which was originally an old uh, dry cleaners building. I I always love hearing like. The different things that these things, like I think it was Surly was like a beat packing or something like that. Piano, you know? uh, P- or, yeah, piano, piano factory or uh, manufacturing. Yeah, pl- places in Grand Rapids, it was just like a rundown warehouse. Like, right. it, it's always fun to hear those. It's always interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after outgrowing that building, which uh, it didn't take long, they moved to a 32,000 square foot uh, brewery in Hammond, Indiana, which that's not far from us. I definitely want to take a visit. Oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, definitely with things starting to open up now, we'll definitely have to start making a few trips. 100%. Uh, they do all their production and uh, packaging there. They also have a uh, tap room, full kitchen. Check out their menu on their website. They had these, like, uh, beef tenderloin. Um, uh, it was like a It was like a beef, sa- it was like a... Oh no! I'm thinking like of a toasted garlic bread. Yeah, I'm thinking of the, they. They also have like a jerk chicken sandwich or something like that. That looked oh, delicious. I didn't see uh, that? I'll have to look at that. Yeah, it, was, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it got me a little hungry. I almost drove to Hammond. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, they, the the selection of beer and food they have looks very good. Yes, um, it's the second largest brewery in the Northwest Indiana area. I'm going to assume Three Floyds is first. Pro- probably. Anyways. Um, I thought this was kind of interesting. You know, you look at, I looked at both addresses on their website. They're actually not located on 18th street in, at either location. Interesting. So I'm like, well, <laughs> where did they get the name? What's the significance? So owner Drew Fox is actually from Chicago. Oh, God uh, awesome. He conceived the idea of this brewery while living on 18th street in downtown Chicago. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, uh, unfortunately he didn't, he didn't really have the opportunity to, to brew, Local, local, like not downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, for reasons I, I'm not aware of, uh, an opportunity came in Gary, Indiana. So that's where he decided to open up the brewery over there. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have we have four beers here that they they all sound very very interesting. Um, I'll read them off here. We got Sex and Candy, yes, IPA. We got Cone. What is that? Cone, I can't. Cone read. Crusher. Corn. I'm just gonna read it off the sheet. I don't know why I'm trying to read it off the can. <laughs> Cone Crusher, which is uh, citrusy. We'll, we'll get to it's, that. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Angels, and we have Velvet Cashmere. So, quite the and the, just by the uh, we're gonna have to work on getting these on video because some of these uh, some of this can art here is. Very, very cool. It's very cool. Uh, we'll definitely take pictures after the show, oh, though, you know, and post them on Instagram. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, f- we'll get to it later, actually. Yeah, yeah well, we got a whole segment for it, but uh, sorry, it's a little, we're a little rusty here, you know, yeah. we're, we're working through our kinks. We're, uh, you know, it's, it's back to square one, but let's get into it. Let's get into the beers. First one up, Sex and Candy. Sex and Candy. Uh, you want to do the pouring? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Uh, you I'll, want to give a I'll, little description? I'll touch my glass. We're still, you know, we're still working on our social distancing and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I'll do the description here. So, Sex and Candy, it is the enticing smell of, oh boy, starting with Chinook. Chinook, Chinook from, Chinook. from Chinook. Uh, Mortal Kombat. And Cascade Hops waft forth from this IPA, benefiting from both you and your special friend. Fruity and faintly sweet sex and candy is a simple dream. Gave you a little better phone. I you. think I gotta tuck mine off. Much appreciated. Um, color wise, definitely kind of along that IPA look. It is yeah. Uh, 
pretty dark, pretty uh, you know, a little cloudy as well. Don't you can't really see your fingers. Slightly through. opaque. Yeah, I mean, you could slight, say slightly bit. Um, um, yeah, pretty solid foam head. Kind of like golden and orangey, I would say. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Smell wise, kind of like a sunset. It does. Ooh, I like that. It does kind of look like a sunset. <laughs> smell wise, yeah, I would say pretty traditional IPA smell. Yeah, um, there's. I think there are some some fruity or citrusy notes that I, I think I pick up on. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you what kind of fruit. Um, then if we maybe maybe we can get some uh, some ideas here from the can. So the can here it is a all black can, and then it has just small little uh, sex toys and candy. Yeah, we got uh, we got we got we got a bull whip. Uh, we got <laughs> we got fuzzy handcuffs. Uh, the little peppermint pinwheel candy. Quite interesting. Um, they yeah. went they went all out on the sex part here. <laughs> I do like their logo too. Kind of it kind of looks like a. Like a badge, kind of. Uh, yeah, it does. Those, those look really cool. Uh, got the wheat and stuff on there, but yeah, pretty pretty interesting, cool can. Did have never seen sex toys on a on a on a can before, so there's something new. Right, the ABV here, uh, seven point five. I mean, not bad. That's about pretty standard pretty there for, for for an IPA, right? But uh, you know, you know, as I like to say, Rob, there's only oh, one man, way to find it's out. Our first cheers in a long time. There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Wow. That is interesting. It's almost like it gave me like um, kind of a taste where I thought I was going to be rushed with hops and then a little sweetness kind of. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely got a sweet front to it. it. Uh, as it sits a little bit more, you do get a little bit more of that bitterness as it goes mm -hmm. down, though. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely, definitely a sweet, probably the, the candy aspect of it. And then the sex is after. Right. It's pretty refreshing. It doesn't even... It is. To me, it doesn't really taste like an IPA until, like you said, until you get until to the aftertaste. In the back, I feel like I, I get it in the back of my tongue. Yeah. You know, you get that hot, those hoppy notes. No, same, yeah, same here. It's, uh, definitely get it. Yeah, I do like, I do like that kind of rush, rush of sweetness before it, before it kind of starts to settle. Right. Um, I think it's an IPA that... You know, for for those not you know you know kind of like you, you're not the biggest IPA fan. I think this is a good IPA for you to have because it is not overtly hoppy right off the start. It is no. nice and sweet. So, yeah, absolutely, big fan there. Big fan here. It's very drinkable. Um, you know, I, right off the bat, I know I'm kind of skipping the food pairing, but I'm gonna go time of year. I I mean, it's a summer beer. I feel like. Yeah, I I would I would definitely agree. I think. Uh, Right, right, right. Around now would be a perfect time to have this out on the patio, right? Uh, At a barbecue. I mean, yeah. Uh, I guess food pairing wise. I mean, if you're going food pairing, you know, if I'm if I'm thinking like, uh, you know, bar, I guess bar, any kind of like barbecue food. I I kind of want this with some. Um, I think I want this with some kind of like buffalo chicken fries or something like that. Interesting. Um, I actually think the. The sweet would uh, pair well with the spicy, um, okay. and actually, and kind of buffalo sauce, you know, that uh, the tanginess as well, uh, or any kind of like uh, barbecue food with yeah. any kind of sweet, sweet baby raised barbecue sauce, you know. Yeah, that was kind of where I was gonna go. Was uh, you know maybe maybe like a nice brisket or something with a with a, with a good tangy uh, Robert Hassel the third taken by the Padres here. We got the MLB draft on. Sorry, it's not only baseball in a long while. So. <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah, back to the beer. 
Definitely, yeah, definitely kind of like more. Ta- it, I think it would really go well with a tangy kind of barbecue sauce. Some wings, uh, even. Yeah, like, even some uh, barbecue or buffalo wings. I think. Uh, I think you could definitely. Uh, yeah, anything anything that can be thrown on a grill or, or fried, I think you're gonna enjoy. Right. Um, I mean, you could even, you know, given that it's an IPA and you know typically you don't want maybe something as heavy, maybe grilled wings, like not something that's breaded. Yeah. That way, it's just a little lighter. Um, place that comes to mind is. Uh, uh, I, I cigars and stripes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been there, so I cannot speak. Um, very good wings, very good sauces that I think would pair well with this beer. So, Bub City, another good place. Uh, very good choice. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think this is a really good barbecue beer. Like you said, a summer sitting out, sitting on the patio, grills going. Uh, definitely, definitely like that. Hundred um, percent. Score wise, what are uh, what are you giving here? I do like this. Um, it's definitely better than, uh, better than your typical IPA. I feel, <laughs> I feel like. Excuse me. It's yes. been a while. Um, I'm gonna go with a three point one one. Three point one one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna join you up there in the threes. I think this is a really good beer. Um, I think a depth, especially with the, with kind of the. IPA-ness of it not being super heavy, I think that really does help. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, outdo you here. I'm going to do a 3.26 on the on the score here. Oh, excuse me. Any uh, any last notes here on Sex and Candy? Um, I definitely want to try it on tap. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I think uh, I think a lot of the if, if this if all the other beers are along the same lines, I think we're going to be in for a Pretty good treat here from 18th Street. Absolutely. Um, moving on, let's go to uh, Cone Crusher. I'll you want to crack that bad boy? I'll open? get a cracking. Okay. Uh, so from the description from, uh, I found this on uh, 18th Street's uh, untapped page. Uh, bursting with an overwhelming amount of citrusy Amarillo hops, Cone Crusher showcases tropical fruit overtones of orange and mango while... Being backed by a pleasing earthiness to make for a crushable beer. Just the description alone, I'm pumped. Yeah, uh, and if we if we look at the can here, uh, it's it's got a the fist the fist up there holding a bunch of hops in there, uh, and it's got kind of like a like a tropical font to it. It's got the like a sun in the background. Yeah, too. a little sun in the background. Um, yeah, it looks quite interesting. Very, co- it, it looks very tropical, actually. Right. At first, when I saw it, I thought it was a pineapple, but it's just the hops uh, that they were holding. <laughs> kind of similar to uh, Revolution's logo a little bit, except little bit. holding hops instead of, like, uh, barley like the barley wheat. wheat. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, no. Definitely. Uh, I like it. Very cool design. Very, very. Uh, color-wise. Similar pr- to the last yeah, one. Pr- pretty close to it. Uh, I think if you hold up the light, it's a little bit lighter. Um, yeah, not, it's not lighter. as, uh, it's not as... Foggy or not, not foggy, cloudy. I think it's a little bit more clear, but yeah, 100%. Smell wise, I think you definitely get a little bit more of that citrus smell to it. You do, I feel like the smells are pretty faint though. It's not, um, it's not overbearing for right. sure, right? And it does say overwhelming amounts of citrusy Amarillo hops, so I, I think I was expecting to pick that up in the smell, but it might be just the taste that it doesn't, but you know, it still does. Smell pretty good. Yeah, but Can't there's wait only to find one way to find out. Right. Cheers. Mm. 
You absolutely get the citrus on the taste there. Very uh, juicy. Very, very juicy. Actually, kind of surprisingly juicy, considering it's not as uh, not as hazy, right. I would say. So, Zach Veen taken by the Colorado Rockies at number nine. Okay. Just keep you guys updated if you're big baseball fans. <laughs> <laughs> Just hitting all the topics today. Um, I definitely pick up a lot of the orange in there. You do, yeah. I mean, maybe not mango as much, but um, I, I feel like it's... If you let it sit for a little bit more, I feel like you get a little bit more of that mango taste to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get it right away, though. I, I think you get a little bit more of that... Oh, okay. More pale ale okay. kind of taste, and then as you let it sit, you get that more citrus, and definitely the, definitely right. the mango takes the forefront. Which, big mango beer fan, so... Doesn't taste like your typical IPA. I feel like it's a like you said. I think it's more. It tastes more like a pale ale. Yeah. Um. It's it's very juicy. Very. Uh. It is very crushable. I mean. Oh, very. Again. Um. Well, again, time of year. I'm still thinking kind of summery. Yeah, I, I would. I would definitely agree. I think this is probably more, even more summery than Sex and Candy. I agree. Um. Just because of those tropical notes and the the orange and the mango uh taste in it yeah um this one's 8.6 this one's higher it, oh wow well it does not it does not feel like it when mm-hmm. you're drinking it which could be very dangerous it is extremely dangerous good thing you only have one of these um <laughs> but no yeah it's very very tasty very delicious um food pairing wise you know, I, I think it is kind of once again similar to that barbecue i think you know if you get a kind of fruityish beer I think it goes really well with a barbecue or something. I got like that. it. Oh, give me it. Wings, sauce, mango habanero. Oh, Rob, with the that's that's usually your noggin right there, right. my friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, I could definitely see that. Yeah, wings. I, yeah, I think I, I think again. I think these are both these are both really good barbecue kind of. Uh, actually, I think I would like to taste this with the jerk chicken sandwich that they have at that place. Yeah, um, it's been a while since I've had jerk chicken. Uh, to be honest, but I, th- I think it would go really well together. 100%. Um, another thing I, I feel like it would go well with, like, let's say, um, you know, you're spending a night in or something and you're able, having a couple of these. Pair it well with some, like, tasty beef jerky. Like something Ooh, that, uh, I could you know, it's not not, not, not your regular beef heavy. jerky, but, um, yeah, something, something not too heavy, yeah. but uh, still very tasty that I think would pair well with this. Something that gives a little tanginess that... Would compliment compliment the mango. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I got I got to look at their menu again. I want to make sure I'm not selling this jerk chicken thing <laughs> before. <laughs> I can finally use the internet again during these shows. Whenever I would do it over Zoom, it would freak out. So. <laughs> yes, I'm 21. Um, score wise, Rob, what are you? Uh, what are we giving Cone Crusher here? Um, I I definitely would say I like this more. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think it's. Like I said, it's it's more crushable and it's definitely, a, I I feel like you could even drink it during the day. Um, Agree. Do some responsible day drinking. Uh, I'm gonna go with a three point two one. Three point two one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. I think it is a. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Sex and Candy was a good beer too. Um. But I think Cone Crusher. I think. Especially for the current mind state I'm in, and you know, summer kind of beer, which I mean, this might have a spot in a future project we're working on. We'll talk about that later in the it's show. It's possible. I still got three more of these. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I gave I gave Sex and Candy three point two six. I'm gonna go three point. Uh, I'm gonna go three point four two. I really enjoyed this beer. Okay. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Very, very good beer. Awesome. Um, I got to look. I got to look at this this menu here real quick. While he's looking that up, I'll get to our third beer. Uh, we have Rise of the Angels. Uh, a little description uh, on their untapped site again. Uh, on tap page. Um, helping to resurrect your palate from the doldrums. Rise of the Angels. Burst into your tongue with a blast. That was a great crack. Thank you. <laughs> with a blast of grapefruit zest that is quickly followed by a parade of floral citrus hops. So this does sound like it's going to be, uh, you know, somewhat similar to uh, to Cone Crusher, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, this one's more grapefruit, though, it looks like, uh, as opposed to the mango and the orange. So Interesting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it is certainly much darker than Cone Crusher. 100%. Um, Actually, it might, I think it might be darker than Sex and Candy. Yeah, I think it's the darkest one so far. Yeah. Uh, cloudy, very cloudy for sure. I think yeah. know, that, that fruit kind of gives it the cloudiness. Also, I confirmed it is a jerk chicken sandwich. Reed Detmers. Oh, sorry, Rob. There goes your guy. I uh, guess you're stuck with some other guy that won't make it for three more years. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> Um, uh, can art is yeah. Go go ahead and talk a little bit about the can art there. So it looks like um, an orchestra uh, of skeletons. So rise of the angels, like rising from the dead. They all have trumpets. The um, and then there's I don't know what the green is in the background. Uh, it's kind of just a green pattern in the background. I don't know if it's supposed to be like uh, <laughs> cops or something. Probably not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the can's very pink. Um, Definitely, it's cool. Yeah. It, it, you know, it kind of gives me like an Abita vibe of like you know, it's it's a little bit like Mardi Gras, kind of like a party. I like uh, that. That's a, that's uh, a like, very I, good comparison. I think it was like their Mardi Bach or something like that. That they, uh-huh. they very similar to it, just minus the skeletons. Um, right. Yeah. Back to the beer. Uh, I don't know. Did you touch on the ABV? Oh uh, no, it I did is not. Seven point seven percent. So a little bit less than Cone Crusher. Okay. Um, Smell was. I'm not really getting a whole lot of smell here. I'm, I am a little stuffy going through allergy season. <laughs> um, I'm picking up on a lot of this, uh, a lot of citrus hops. It does kind of smell similar to. Uh, God, I just did Brickstone. I, oh, the um, the it, hazy one. It, it's not their hazy, but it, uh, they had a sit. They had a citrus IPA, and now I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to go back to our drive and look, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's kind of what it reminds me of when it comes to smell. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you be our guiding. I can get a little bit. I can get a little bit of that citrusy, but not a whole lot. Yeah, um, I don't pick up on the grapefruit. I definitely. Do I think pick the grapefruit's going to come alive in the taste more than more than it will the permanent smell. vacation. Permanent vacation. Yeah, there was their citrus IPA. It kind of reminds me of that when it comes to the smell. Um, I love citrus IPA, so I'm, I'm yeah. No, oh, they're they're very good. Um, there's only one way to find out. Yes, sir. Cheers. Oh, wow. Really? It's like even a little uh, tart or a little sour, I would say. A little bit. I, you don't really get a lot of that grapefruit taste, in my opinion, though. No. Uh, which is good. Which is good. I'm not a big grapefruit fan, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a little bit of that tartness to it. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I I was expecting a little more citrus, I guess, mm-hmm. but um, I think I do pick up on some of the grapefruit in the back of my tongue. But I guess when 
when I drink citrus IPA, IPA, citrus, citra hopped IPAs, I'm more so looking for, um, I guess kind of orange or, uh, yeah, or kind of that lemon, even like the lemon like taste to it. But, um, yeah, but I, you know, I think with grapefruit for, at least for me, I think it does pay a little bit because I think a grapefruit, it has a really tart and sour taste to it that it does can turn you off from the beer. So. But you know, it, I I think this is a beer that's it's not necessarily it's it's definitely not as good as Cone Crusher or Sex and Candy. You know, it's a solid beer. I think maybe on tap and not with allergies, I think it tastes a little bit better. But, right. Um, it's not Rona. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I do. You know, with grapefruit being the the prom predominant, uh, you know, flavor profile in it or uh, primary primary ingredient. You know, you would think summer. I, I would also say, like, springtime as well. Yeah. I mean, anytime, I, like, the... I think it would actually probably fit a little changes. bit more in the, in the springtime. Um, I don't think it's as, like, citrusy to be a summer, but I think I think it would be good in the spring, uh, kind of as the weather's starting to change, for sure. So, uh, food pairing-wise, uh, I'll stay away from barbecue, because we did that the last two. Right. Uh, food pairing-wise, I'd probably go with a... Actually, I'd probably go. I mean, I guess it's kind of this. No, it's not the same thing. Barbecue, uh, bar, burgers aren't barbecue, but uh, I'd probably go with the burger. I think it's you know just nice and easy. It's a it's it's a more simplistic taste to it. I think it would yeah, go. It's... It would go well. You, know, you can get a bunch of different toppings on it. I think uh, they'd go with a nice nice juicy burger with it, which they 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 have they have a burger at Eighteenth Street. So there you go. There we go. Um, <laughs> I would say even like um, you know some zesty cheeses from like a charcuterie board. Or some, uh, I always bit butchered the meat. Is it prosciutto? Prosciutto. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it would pair well with prosciutto. Um, and uh, any kind of like zesty cheese. Maybe some, uh, I know Joe won't like this, but some uh, some caramelized bacon. Gross. Uh, <laughs> um, or I should say maple, maple like maple wood bacon. Uh, maybe some, like some thick cuts. So I, uh, yeah, I think it would pair well with any of those on a charcuterie board. Uh, Score-wise, what are you going to be given Rise of Angels? Um, so I'm not as big of a fan in, as this one, or uh, as I am with the others. Uh, I, I'm i actually going to rate this a little lower. Uh, I don't think it's a it's a bad beer or anything, but it's just not my favorite. I'm gonna it go doesn't with, blow you away. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go with a 2.63. Yeah, I'm pretty much along the same lines as you on that one. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll go about a two point. Uh, you know, I'll go with you. I'll go two point six three. I think. Uh, you know, I think it's just a perfect, perfectly okay beer. Uh, maybe it's a little bit better on tap. Right. Um, you know, but but yeah, like I, any beer is better on tap. This so. is true. Um, you definitely pick up more of like the taste. It's a little uh, bit more fresher. Right. Excuse me, but yeah, um, it, yeah, it's it's a fine. It's a fine beer, but it's not going to blow you away by any means. 100%. Let's move uh, on to our last one here. Yeah. Uh, Velvet Cashmere, you want to get us pouring here? Yeah, absolutely. Just want to say I wasn't really able to find a description on this one. Yeah, well, buckle in, folks. It's a long one. Uh, American Pale Ale brewed almost entirely with cashmere hops. And that is it. That is it. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll say it again. American Pale Ale brewed almost entirely with cashmere hops. Thank you, sir. 
Uh, the ABV on this is 4.5%, so nice and light. Obviously, with it being a pale ale, it's not going to be as hefty as... Um, I like the foam head, though. Good foam head. Definitely uh, definitely the lighter of the, the four beers. One. Yeah. Uh, you can certainly see your finger through, uh, right through the glass with it. Smell-wise, kind of... Uh, again, I'm not going to be the best judge of smell here with my... I gotta be honest, I'm not really picking up much. No, it's, it, I mean, it's just kind of a, it's just your normal pale ale. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe a little bit of dryness. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, can wise, we much. have quite the, it's a three eyed goat bunny thing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, kind of freaky looking. Um, it's got like, like fire going around it. Definitely three Floyd's I feel very, like. Very. The design. Yeah, uh, it must be a Hammond, Indiana thing. Like, they just, uh, they have, like, really cool designs on these things. Right. Got, like, a crazy tie going around. Very interesting, uh, interesting picture. Something out of a like, thriller video or something. I don't know. All right. But, yeah, it looks, looks pretty wild. Uh, but let's, find let's get out. to the beer. Let's find out. There's only one way. Hmm. Interesting. I'm trying to pinpoint that. It's got an interesting taste at the end of it. Yeah, it's um, I you know I'm sure that's the cashmere hops. I don't really know what cashmere hops taste like though. Um, but I hate to. I've used used this word in the past, but I, and it doesn't really fit well with beer normally. But it it kind of is a little buttery. No, yeah. I, well, I'm trying to like pinpoint the taste, but it. it I think buttery right now is the good placeholder for it. It is very smooth in taste. It's um, Garrett Crotchet. I knew it. That's your guy right there. Um, kind of that. Um, kind of like uh, I guess it's. It gives you that creamy mouthfeel that you you do get that. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe creamy is the better is the better right. adjective for it. Definitely. Uh, it, it, it's kind of a little bit of a sweetness at the end of it. Um. Trying to pinpoint the exact flavor because I feel like I've had it before. It's not a bad beer. Um, no, I feel like it's more like a fall time beer. Um, yeah, I could, I, I could see this kind of just being a, any time around the year. I don't think it. Uh, you know, I think with, I think with pale ales, I think they they're able to adapt a little bit better with most with most weather. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I mean, you could definitely drink this in the fall. I could definitely see myself drinking this right now. I mean, obviously, I'm doing it right now, but. <laughs> I get a, uh, I feel like I get a little bit of like maltiness, and that kind of reminds me of the fall. Like that's I right. feel like with the aftertaste. Um, yeah. No. Um, yeah. I, I I could I could see myself, but food pairing wise, uh, again, I think this is just a like a, a cheeseburger. Yeah, uh, che- it can go well with a lot of stuff. Maybe uh, I'd pair it with a Chicago dog. To be honest, Chicago dog. Yeah, you know, I could I could even do with a nice nice slice of pizza. I think would. Yep. Uh, we're pretty good with it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's a just a perfectly interchangeable beer for just about any food. Um, it, I, it's not super heavy, obviously, with it being four point five percent ABV. Right. Uh, yeah, I I think it's just a, it's a solid beer all around. I can't really can't really uh, knock it too much. I think no. it's just really good. Hundred um, percent. Score wise, score wise, what are we, yeah. we giving this? So I, it's kind of tough. I, I, hmm. 
I'm going to rate this maybe slightly higher than uh, Rise of the Angels, but um, I, it's, I I think the other two are just so much better. Oh, yeah. They're they're very good. Um, I'm going to give this a 2.68. So 2.68. not much higher. I Maybe I just kind of like that little maltiness. I, I feel like that's what I taste, but or kind of like the mouthfeel, like I was saying, that kind of creamy taste. I think mm-hmm. that's what I like more about it. Uh, it's definitely, for me, I feel like it's it's one of those beers uh, you drink on like a movie night at home. Okay. So, quarantine beer. Quarantine. It's a quarantine beer. Awesome. Yeah. No, I I, I really liked it. Um, definitely not as good as the first two, but uh, I'll I'll just give it right on the dot of three. Okay. I think it, I think it's just a really good, really solid beer. Not gonna not gonna blow you away, but I think it does have that nice kind of creamy mouthfeel after it and. I think I think that adds to it. I wasn't I wasn't expecting it to be to have a little bit of sweetness to it. So, um, and that maybe that's just my unfamiliarity with cashmere hops. But yeah, I don't really know enough. I mean, definitely did not get any kind of like sweetness or like citrus yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, um, no. Uh, but overall, four pretty solid beers. I look forward to having some solid. more. They, from what I was reading, they had some other ones like uh, I think it was Candy Crusher. Yep. Um, uh, they got one called like. Uh, Jelly donut. Ooh. Actually, a cup. Uh, there's two of them. I, I think it's like powdered jelly donut and then just jelly donut or something. Ooh, sounds good. Um, and then one of them I, I've seen in their photos. I was trying to find because it looks kind of like their, their classic go-to beer. Yeah. It's called Patio Pills. Interesting. So, I mean, okay. which just kind of screams like, you know, nice weather beer to me. Yeah. You know, any kind of like patio beer is fantastic. So Absolutely. definitely want to make a trip there and try some. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to. After this, definitely, definitely hop on and figure out what we're, when we're going to head there because I definitely want to give them some uh, some patronage. Absolutely. Um, <coughs> uh, any last no? Any, any last notes on Eighteenth Street before we move on? Uh, no. I think just kind of like Joe said, you know, I we want to support uh, these um, uh, the the movement and also. Black owned breweries in general, you know, uh, it's a simple Google, you know, yeah. just look it up. Um, also, <coughs> local breweries in general, just keep supporting them. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we are in phase three and it sounds like we're going to start to move to phase four pretty mm-hmm. soon, which is great. Uh, but it, it, a lot of these brew pubs are a, a lot of these breweries don't have brew pubs where they can open up. Yeah. So continue to do curbside pickup. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially if you're not as comfortable going out, you know, right. definitely, definitely do it. And, you know, now's the time to definitely hit us up on these social me- on the social media stuff of, Hey, if you, if you know a black owned brewery or even a restaurant or, or any brewery that like we maybe don't know, let us know. We want to support these local guys as much as possible. Absolutely. And as much as we love the big guys as well, the little guys is what makes the brewing business like, com- you know, fun and competitive and allows us to do a podcast. Absolutely. Um, so definitely if there's anything, please let us know. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're kind of working on a current summer phase, but, and we'll get to that in a second, but you know, definitely any, any place, whether we have it on the show or not, we definitely want to support. So. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk about what's coming up next. Yeah. Let's, um, yeah, we don't really have any other beer news. I think we kind of touched on that a right. little bit, but. Uh, what's up next uh, for our next show? Before we move on to kind of our big summer project, uh, we're gonna we were originally gonna do it this show, but more pressing needs took matter. Uh, so we we're gonna do half acre our next show. 
Uh, we, we got four beers lined up for that. Uh, very fun brewery. Absolutely. Uh, and then, Love Half Hacker. And then, uh, you know, we've kind of been talking about many many more brewery trips. We're probably going to head up eight, uh, 18th Street. We're going to hit up maybe Three Floyds, uh, Brickstone, a bunch of places that we hit up during quarantine that we want to sit at. We want to go back to out. Um, but our big summer event, this is exciting. We are, we're work. we're on the final stages of it, probably after the Hackett Half Acre show, we're going to get to it. It is the summer beer bracket. Yep. There are so many summer beers out there. You know, you got summer shandy, you got summer ale, you got Rosa, you got Oberon, Oberon, you got all these different beers and they're all, you know, they're all to varying levels of good and bad. And Rob and I are setting out this year. We're taking 32 of the top of of what we consider the top summer beers, and they are battling it out. We're gonna have a bracket. We missed March Madness, so this is our this is our yeah. June met June through August, however long it takes. June madness. madness. I mean June's summer madness. Summer whatever madness. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, this is uh we, we're gonna we're gonna finish it up here tonight probably, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I. Uh, Get the bracket cooking. Get, get the bracket cooking. Where you know maybe we'll have some upsets. You know we're going to kind of work on the scoring system. I think we're also going to have some some special guest judges to help us out. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think we're we're going to need them at some points because Joe and I are probably going to side. Uh, yeah, we're, opposite we're, directions. We're, 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 the, yeah, we're going to we're going to need that third person out there. So yeah, definitely definitely looking forward to this. I think it's uh, it's something that you guys definitely want to keep track of. We'll Absolutely. be we'll be posting all over our social media coming up. So we'll, we'll post a picture of the bracket too. I Absolutely. Mean, um, yeah. No. It's it, we we were we were talking about it a little bit before uh, uh, before we kind of decided to come back into the realm of actual podcasting. So uh, it's definitely gonna be fun. Definitely going to be fun. We'll we'll have a lot more information on that on our next show after we do Half Acre. Um, I think I think for right now that is all the updates we have. I think that's it. Um, uh, just keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for when I officially eventually get our quarantine shows up. Uh, if you wanna, if you not don't want to watch them via YouTube, it is a little bit easier to listen to them in podcast form. So um, we'll certainly do that there. Rob, any last notes on anything upcoming or anything in general? Um. I'm excited that we're starting to open up. Let's Absolutely. continue this. Uh, everyone, stay healthy. Stay healthy. Um, stay. Don't you know? Don't be. The, the whole reason we're opening up is because we've been good. We've been social distancing. Right. Don't be an idiot and go right back to, to tongue punching doorknobs or whatever the hell people were doing that got us the coronavirus in the first place. <laughs> um, you know, just stay safe. Continue to social distance. Wear your mask indoors. Uh, you know, grocery stores. Just follow the guidelines. And soon enough, we will be able to have some semblancy of normalcy. We'll be able to get a beer on tap together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, sooner rather than later. So, so. Sooner rather than later. Absolutely. So. But let's, uh, let's, close, this, let's close this shindig out. Yep. Uh, as always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Uh, go visit 18th Street Brewery. Go visit any of your local breweries. Support them. Absolutely. And, you know, please drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Absolutely. And... Uh, Cheers. Cheers.